Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3am. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. Another episode, another terrifying Japanese tale to share. These just so happen to be my favorite legends to research as I think they are the most frightening. This week's mama is no different. In fact, the more you think about her visage, the more absolutely horrifying the thought becomes. That's when you know you've got a good story on your hands. And also when you know sleep is no longer an option. Eh, what are you gonna do? With that, let's get down to the business. This week's topic is Futakuchi Ona. In a similar class as one of our past mamas, Kuchisaki Ona, this being is described as a woman afflicted with a curse, driving her to transform into this horrifying persona. This description classifies Futakuchi as a yokai, or Japanese monster. The literal translation of her name in English is Two-Mouthed Woman. If this isn't already enough to make your hair stand on ends, the actual location of said second mouth will. Like a normal person, Futakuchi has a mouth located on her face pretty much just for show. Under the cover of her long, pinned-up hair resides another mouth at the back of her head. Reasoning behind the formation of this cranial split is what gives the story some empathy. To put it simply, a woman's hunger can cause her to transform into this being. The origin of this belief focuses on the tale of a wife who never ate. Suffering from a deep hunger, the mouth came to form with fully functional lips, teeth, and tongue. As the embodiment of her starvation, the mouth also threatened the woman as it demanded more and more food. If it was not satiated properly, this being would unleash an otherworldly screech and cause the woman excruciating pain. Whereas she was only required to feed her first mouth a modest amount of food, the second required twice as much. With a ravenous desire to eat, her hair developed the ability to move like tentacles, allowing the hidden mouth to help itself to any food. What makes this tale so horrifying is the concept that this can happen as a result of self-inflicted malnourishment. Cursed to forever cope with the punishment of a second, more demanding mouth to feed, listeners of this legend are warned to ensure their bellies are full. This curse, however, can be bestowed to those preventing others from a proper meal. A tale to demonstrate this goes as follows. When his wife and mother of their only daughter passes away unexpectedly, a man from a poor family is devastated. Although he could not provide much for his child, the man was sure to remarry in order to give the girl a proper mother figure. Years passed, and the husband and his new wife had a child of their own, souring the former mother-daughter relationship. As mentioned before, the family did not have much in the means of money, and food was scarce. Instead of dividing what they had evenly, 
the mother favorited her birth daughter, providing her with plenty of food while the other went without. Because of this, the stepdaughter starved to death. A few weeks after her death, the stepmother complained of an excruciating headache. It was then her head split open at the back, forming lips, teeth, and a tongue of its own. Her new, unnatural mouth ached with pain until finally being fed, and if it became impatient, the mouth would unleash a howl in the voice of the deceased daughter. The woman continued her life with the burden of feeding both mouths, and she would forever feel the pangs of starvation from the daughter she cast aside. This next tale follows a similar sharing lesson, in the sense that if you are greedy with food, you will eventually meet your demise. Pretty severe if you ask me, but let's move on. In this most well-known and traditional Futakuchi story, we find a stingy man living in a small village in Japan. At the thought of having to use some of his fortune to feed a potential wife, the man chose to live alone. Sounds like a fun guy, right? Anyway, the man believed his finances were better off and was content with his life. That is, until he met a woman with a strange but specific attribute. She never ate. Immediately taking the woman as his wife, the man was extremely satisfied. Not only did his new wife not eat, but she was a hard worker. What more could he want? The only thing the man was worried about was why his stores of rice seemed to be depleting steadily each day. Pretending to leave for work one day, the man actually stayed behind to spy on his wife. Horrified, he watched as she unbound her long black hair to reveal a mouth at the back of her head. Her freed locks formed into tentacles and hurriedly shoveled rice into the hungry mouth. There was a belief that creatures from the mountains would travel to cities in order to feed off the villagers' stores of food. Terrified that he married one of these beings, the man decided he would file for divorce. His wife, however, caught on to his plan. Trapping the man in a bathtub, the creature carried him back up the mountain toward her lair. Somehow, the man managed to escape and hid in a lily marsh, which apparently prevented the Futakuchi from finding him. Unlike most supernatural creatures, there is truly no way to thwart an attack from this monster. A key to survival happens to be prevention. Staying well-fed and ensuring that you don't prevent others from doing the same means that you'll be pretty safe from a Futakuchi visit. With a new generation, however, there are some new developments with this legend. Futakuchi takes on a whole different meaning with young women starving themselves from their desire to be thin. Here, she is painted as a disease that implants herself into the minds of these women. This concept is fascinating as it depicts the struggle of an eating disorder by tying it to a legend about a woman with the ability to hide her eating habits. Due to this, the woman becomes a creature haunted by her hunger, creating a parallel by casting a light on eating disorders as a tormented creature 
of their own. Applying this legend to modern society is what truly makes it all the more frightening. On that note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life, follow Malicious Mamas on both Instagram and Twitter. Also, if you could rate, comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help out, and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas.